Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the series where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, where we focus on Arena. This week is a solo episode, so that means I've got a deck tech for you. This week, it's a historic Boros aggro deck. So we're dealing with the red and white color scheme, and we're dealing with creatures that love to be equipped with equipment or enchanted with enchantments, aka auras. So the creatures that we've got in the deck. First of all, Champion of the Flame. Four of them. This is an uncommon from Dominaria. Two mana, one and a red. Gets you a 1-1 one, one with Trample. But then Champion of the Flame gets plus two plus two for each aura and equipment attached to it. So the more auras and equipments, the more this 1-1 one, one becomes huge and it's a Trampler. So four of them in the deck. Next, the 10th District Legionnaire. This is a red and a white for a 2-2 with haste. It's uncommon from War of the Spark. Whenever you cast a spell that targets 10th District Legionnaire, put a plus one counter on it and scry one. So this will be focused on auras that are placed on this human soldier. And she's ready to attack right away and gives you a little bit of scry. Next up, Core Spirit Dancer. One and a white for a 0-2 Core Wizard. Core Spirit Dancer gets plus two plus two for each aura attached to it. Whenever you cast an aura, you may draw a card. That should be replaced with, you will draw a card. You must draw a card. So she starts off as a 0-2, but gets quickly becomes a 2-4 or a 4-6, bigger and bigger for every enchantment. And then Valda, Keeper of the Flame. Three mana, legendary creature, human shaman. He's a 3-2, uncommon from Dominaria. Two of them in the deck because it's legendary. You can only have one at a time out on the field, of course. At the beginning of combat on your turn, for each aura and equipment attached to Valduk, create a 3-1 red elemental creature token with trample and haste. Exile those tokens at the end of the next step. So the more equipment or auras attached, the more three ones that you get that are attacking with trample. Who cares if it's just a weak toughness of one? It's got three power with trample, so I love this. I wish it wasn't legendary so I can have more than one in the deck. And the last creature is actually an artifact? Kind of. Ancestral Blade. It's a one and a white artifact equipment. So this gives your equipped creature a plus one plus one and it equips for only one. But wait a minute. When Ancestral Blade enters the battlefield, create a one one white soldier creature token, then attach Ancestral Blade to it. So it kind of follows the idea of germs. Where it comes into it creates a creature to the battlefield and it attaches itself to it. So you automatically get a 2-2 two, two for 2, and then when the creature dies, you keep the equipment, which then you can equip to your Champion of the Flame, your Core Spirit Dancer, your Valduck. Lots of value. Another equipment that we've got here is the Short Sword. Totally simple. One mana artifact for it gives the creature plus one plus one and equips for one. So it makes that little champion really big, or that Core Spirit Dancer really big, really fast. There are four of those blades in the deck. Next, let's talk about enchantments. Sentinel's Eyes. For a single white mana, this is an enchantment aura. You enchant your creature, you give it plus one, and it also gets Vigilance. You can keep bringing this back from the graveyard for its escape cost. Pay one white, exile two other cards from your graveyard. So there's creatures that will never come back and be exiled to play the Sentinel's Eyes again. So it gives a plus one and Vigilance. It makes that 
Champion larger, it makes that 10th District Legionnaire larger, it makes Valduk make lots of those elementals. I love it. Two of them in the deck. Angelic Gift. Two mana, Enchantment Aura, Enchanted Creature. When Angelic Gift enters the battlefield, draw a card. I like that. And the creature has flying. So if you target the 10th District Legionnaire, it gets bigger plus flying plus card draw. If you target the Champion, it becomes a 3-3 with flying and card draw. If you put it on your Spirit Dancer, it becomes a 2-4 with flying and draw two cards. Or if you put it on Valduck, it stays as a 3-2 but makes a 3-1 and he flies. Four of those in the deck. I also have four of Frenzied Rage. One in a red, Enchantment Aura, Enchanted Creature. Enchanted Creature gets plus two plus one and has Menace. I love putting this Frenzied Rage on my Champion of the Flame. Here's my perfect scenario. Turn one, Short Sword. Turn two, Champion of the Blade. Turn three, Frenzied Rage and the Sword, or Sentinel's Eyes. And that one one is, is like huge with Trample and Menace. I love it. And lastly, all that glitters. One in a white, enchanted creature. The creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact and or enchantment you control. So just by itself, this gives plus one, plus one. But if you've attached anything else to the creature, it gets even bigger. And it's not even anything attached to the creature. It's anything on the battlefield that you control that's an artifact or enchantment. And everything's artifacts and enchantments except for the creatures. Makes This aura makes the creature larger and larger. The only removal in the deck are four seal aways. If your opponent is trying to out-aggro you, you can flash this enchantment in, which also powers all your glitters. All that glitters, don't forget. And it exiles the opponent's attacking creature. Not even attacking creature. Maybe they tap their mana dork. Seal it away because now it's tapped, and this enchantment will be able to target it. The land base is 11 plains and 11 mountains. 22 lands in total because our average casting cost is 1.9 mana. 63% white, 37% red, and 11% colorless. Sideboard. We have Disenchant to get rid of their artifacts or enchantments. We have Fry. A spell that cannot be countered and deals 5 damage to a creature or planeswalker that is white or blue. Prison Realm, if we want to exile a creature or planeswalker and scry. Settle the Wreckage, if they're overwhelming us with their tokens. 4 mana instant, exile all attacking creatures that target player controls. You get a tombstone, or I mean a burial plot of land, for each one of their creatures, but then their creatures are gone. And lastly, Meteor Golem, 7 mana, 3-3, three, three, that destroys anything except the land if you need to sideboard into a game 2. This is definitely an aggro deck that is best for best of 1. Your opponent won't know what hit them. And your low-cost creatures can hit the battlefield really fast. To make it even more aggro, I would remove all of those 4 seal aways and perhaps add the full 4 complement of the Core Spirit Dancer, 2 more, or the full 4 complement of Valduck, 2 more, but the Spirit Dancer is rare, Valduck is legendary. That is one way, however, to also change the deck. That's my deck of the week here. Historic Boros Agro Enchantments. Let me know how the deck works for you, how you would improve it. With a new pool of Historic with Jumpstart, we have many more cards that we can work with, many more ways to make this deck even more aggro, enchantment heavy, and so forth. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 
Let me know in the comments. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Follow on Twitter, twitter.com slash vmcampos. Check me out on Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos. Get the full downloadable deck list for free over on that Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos. Or YouTube, where I do magic streams every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Come on over to the stream Saturday and tell me all about your deck, how you wrecked, or how you'd improve it. This has been the weekly VM Compost Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.